I see her name. Maybe she listens or hears me. There she is. I'm not going to sing like you, though. That's okay. You don't have to. You just, your voice is enough of a symphony in itself. <laughs> yeah, right. You, it's just so good to see your face because I feel like, when's the last time we even FaceTimed? Well, we, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, like probably three months. Ugh, it's just too long. Maybe more. And I, I haven't know. seen your face for uh, a couple years, maybe. Well, has it been that long? I know I it's been it a has. long time. Well, I guess I, I feel like I've seen your face because I've watched a couple of your podcasts. So, <laughs> oh, so sweet. Yes. Which of one? Which ones? Uh, the uh, the Rira. What was her name? Rira Near, Aurora. Near, Rira, Rira Aurora. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really sorry about that That's name fine. butchering. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So I just wanted to. Uh, I'm sick. I'm excited because I haven't talked with you guys for so long, and oh. and. Uh, the permanence of this podcast is just getting to me. So, just <laughs> you know, amazing. I know what you're saying about that. And um, it's funny how I, I got over that really quickly in the beginning, because I think mm -hmm. that I just decided um, I, I have nothing to hide. Like I just, I just decided like what, you know, it's not like I'm not running for pre I was going to say president. We don't even live in the States. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? I, I just, I, yes. but I, Stand for you. So Ashley, well, first of all, we did a little quick introduction um, to you. Yes. You know, we bowed down to you and all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed it. <laughs> you can watch it back. I think I'm going to close the blinds behind me because I'm really blacked out. Just give me two seconds. Okay. You know, light, lighting is always such a hard one, isn't it? Like It took you forever for to convince me to get um, a, a ring light, so. It's so light. Okay. That's better. Sing better. Now you can see me. Yes, yeah. we can. Lighting, lighting <laughs> is a science. Like, it is a freaking, it is not easy. And, like, even with our ring lights, like, I still don't really, anyway, it's just such a Yeah. Weird. Um, well, you guys are, are uh, popping my cherry today for, as they say, for <laughs> podcasts. Amazing. It's my first podcast ever, so... Yay. Fantastic. We're so happy that you chose us to pop your cherry with. <laughs> and and who better to? Yes. Absolutely. Oh. Yes. And I was just gonna I was just saying that like yeah, just before you popped on, we did do a little intro duction. You'll yeah. listen or watch it back because I I will. Nice things said about you, and there will be more nice things said about you. But um basically, you know, what I was saying, I kind of explained how we met and I, I didn't go into really necessarily your story or your journey because I I just wanted in a nutshell I asked you to be on this podcast because I wanted to give you a platform if you choose to use it however you wish to use it and to yeah. discuss whatever you want to discuss so I don't want you to feel uncomfortable I don't want you to feel like um I don't know no uh, expectations exactly yeah. no expectations. Yeah. sure so so uh, I mean honestly I didn't I, I didn't really want to tell much of your story from my words because yeah. they don't do it justice. But basically all I said was, you know, as a woman and as some two women that identify as women, I, I've, I will say this again. You are someone that I've always looked up to when it comes to mm -hmm. finding 
confidence in themselves. What, Aww, thank you. As just a huge, hu no, but I'm serious, like as a human being, but, but especially as a woman, because it's just, I still have, I'm comfortable in my own body. Like, it's just not, it's just a weird, it's a, so anyway, like just meeting yeah. you was really, was very special. And I'm just so happy that we're friends. And Aww. I just talked about how, what a wonderful chiropractic doctor you are. And um, not to say that because you are a fan, friend, but because I know a lot <laughs> to you and you've helped many, many people. And then just how we connected, you know, initially because of our businesses, really. I mean, I, yeah. you know, just both going through this turmoil with being small business owners and being right around the corner from each other. And then you very bravely confiding in me about your, you know, transitioning when we met. Mm -hmm. Right. And so ever since then, we've been really good friends. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have that. Um, I just had a, a, a feeling with, with you right away that I could trust you, you know, and, and you were one of the first people that I came out to and yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe I do remember that. Yeah. That's, mm. and that makes me feel, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for trusting me. Cause that's, I know that was a big deal. So. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it, uh, uh, everyone has their own experience, uh, of whether it's coming out or, or whatever, but, um, you know, it, uh, for me, I mean, it, it took a long, long time to really figure things out and to, and, you know, to, to get that inner strength to, to come out to, cause there's a lot of, and, and maybe we'll get into this at, at one point, but a lot of very, very strong, forces and barriers uh yeah. that i put up myself and that uh, you know i think were 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 there when i was growing up that just made it extremely hard to uh to to even vocalize any thoughts that i had at that time mm -hmm. and um and it's it's i'm really happy not only just to see you guys but also just to to be here because this is a, a really big time for important time for um you know as it seems to often be for the queer community in general but for trans people um you know there's such a huge anti-trans and uh, sentiment and backlash against trans people going on right now, um, you know, around the world, but, you know, definitely, um, uh, you know, not just in the States, but in, in Canada as well. And uh, I posted something on my stories the other day on my Instagram about, you know, one, uh, one of the Langley uh, federal MPs, like still arguing for uh, conversion therapy. And, uh, you know, the, right now the, the uh, Canadian government is trying to outlaw that. And, and it just blows my mind that there are people that can think that that's still okay, you know. And, and then uh, down in the States, there's, yeah. well, I think 30 now. I mean, there were at least 31 uh, anti-trans bills. And, and a lot of these, unfortunately, are focused on trans kids and just allowing you know like 
trans girls to compete with other girls in sports. And, you know, when you're eight, nine, 10 years old, you're not really competing, right? You're just having fun playing with friends. And, you know, if, if, if the kids are, you know, supported by their, their doctors and their families, uh, um, you know that's the most important thing, and 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 that's one thing that I think I'll touch up on, uh, touch on a lot today is is that that support. You know, when you're young, it makes it it can change your life, and uh, and it certainly would have with me. Um, but right now, I'm just such a big advocate of just supporting kids. Uh, you know, just in any topic to feel okay, to feel safe, to to uh to express their feelings to say you know i feel this inside you know what does that mean because when you're a kid you might not know what it means i didn't know what it meant and unfortunately i had no resources to find out what it meant and luckily nowadays there are far more resources uh for kids to to figure out what that means and to give them the space to to explore that is really important and you know uh, not only was I not able to do that? But you know, uh, the thought of doing that uh, not only, I think, created a lot of anxiety that I still have dealing with today. But um, you know, uh, you know, there could be serious, uh, you know, very serious repercussions uh, um, uh, from expressing those feelings, uh, whether it be you know punishment or you know ostracation or, or whatever. And so, yeah, so supporting trans kids right now is one of my biggest, biggest things for sure. Yeah, no, and I well, and that, that only makes sense because, well, it makes sense anyway, but with your own experience, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, with your own experience, just talking about how you, like, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine not being true to you that many years of your life. And so I, it, it only makes sense that, you know, why get get down to roots of human beings and hopefully you know for for a lack of better words come out of the and feel like okay this is this is it just me like i you know we and we talk here when i we've talked a lot maybe not specifically with the trans community but just Mm -hmm. how in general like why the fuck does it feel like certain aspects are of life are going backwards it's like we're going yeah. in a way there's um oh you did you freeze oh no she looks fabulous she looks amazing <laughs> oh ashley that's a good picture <laughs> it's a really good picture <laughs> oh my god i love it it's very much like Joanna from America's Next Top Model Cycle 2 with the finale with the motorcycle helmet on. And then this is the head close up. Beautiful bone structure. Like just, oh my God, I know. I compliment her the whole time. No, but um, it's so true though. And it's completely sincere and genuine. Like I, I'm getting major Joanna and TM Cycle 2 finale. Um, like if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up right now. If you're listening to this and you'll see what I mean. It's absolutely beautiful. Okay, I'm just texting her. Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> you know, it's just, I'll, hopefully she'll shine some light onto this too, but just why, why do we feel like, and we've said this before, that we feel like we're going backwards, like mm-hmm. old times. And I, 
I don't know. It's just, it's bizarre how there's certain things that just don't seem to be progressing. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of stuff that's going backwards and I can't help but the thing that it's from the, the treachery of Trump. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Well, because Sorry to say. No, because he made, Oh, here, what did she say? She said that we froze for her as well. Trying to reconnect. Okay. We're good on our end. <laughs> That's what's so great about doing this with a really good friend because you could just quickly <laughs> communicate back and forth. <laughs> so easily, yeah. Oh my goodness. You might have Carla Hall did this. She'd be like, um, no, no, no. Oh, um, oh, come on, come on. Yeah, no, that is, well, she is, yeah, she's definitely a pro. Even her um, her microphone and everything, her sound. Oh, I know, it was incredible. Good. And her donuts, her delicious donuts. Hmm. <laughs> However, I definitely think that the, yeah, again, the poison of the American government from before Biden came into um, power definitely took a back step. Because as we even talk in Canada or even in the UK, people focus on the American government so much more than their own government, which is I, so telling. I know. It, well, it just kind of, it made it seem okay, in quotations, to just like freedom of speech, say whatever the fuck you want, be whoever the hell you are. If it's, even if it's hateful, if it's hate and if it's, you know, yep. a bigotry, like um, homophobia, all that kind of shit. Like it, yep. all those people out of the shadows. Yes. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that that definitely is, uh, has something to do with it as well. And I'm not happy it happened. However, if those people are now being brought into the spotlight, then it shows a lot of fact that these people were there all along. And now these people are coming out and that they are not going to get away with it, even if there might be repercussions that go through it, right? Absolutely. Uh, okay. I gotcha. <laughs> are you getting help? Are you there? Oh my God. Yes. Sorry. Are you getting help from Sophia? <laughs> No, like, I don't know what happened there. Like, I think our internet went down for a minute there. No problem. I love it. So now sorry. We, don't be sorry whatsoever. It's just funny that we have you and then we have you beside with your name in a great, in a black, in a white. I know. I was. I love it. I was almost going to join with my phone because uh, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, I'm I've glad done that. I've done that. I've done that before too. And Rachel's like, oh no, we lost Hero. Oh, there's Hero again. Then she says some shade about me. And then I come back and I'm like, what did I miss? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Ashley, you know, she's trans, but you know, she's supposed to know all about computers because you know, trans people. Oh my God. They're, is... they're all IT people. <laughs> <laughs> love that. I love it. Uh, Are they trans it? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's anyways, I am, I'm, I'm not very IT. So I'm glad I, I somehow got, got you guys back. Me too. Oh, absolutely. Anyways. Another yes. photo of you as a still shot in the in the box that's next to you for when we. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the shot, the shot of you and I in front of uh, on on Granville Street when we were uh, when we went to see the uh, RuPaul's Drag Show. Yes, we were talking about that actually because I think that may have been the last time I saw you in person. It might be. It might be. That it was a couple be. years ago. It was yeah. a couple years ago. My God, it's yeah. Like yeah. a total transformation for both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone through, uh, gone through a lot since then. It's it's been an interesting ride, anyways. Yeah. yeah. 
And so what Rachel was explaining is that, you know, this is your space to share whatever you're comfortable sharing, and there's no obligation to divulge whatever you don't wish to share. Uh, yeah. I think it would be really fantastic if you were comfortable in whatever lens you would like to create it from. Just kind of how you came to be who you are today. Um, mm -hmm. and that's a loaded question for sure, but we'd like to kind of get to know the person behind what we see right now and how they end sure. up to being where they are now and where they're going. You know, kind of, as we kind of say, pulling the mask off of whoever we speak with and kind of taking a closer look into their heart and their soul, their spirit. Just go through everything in your life. You're like, okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <clears throat> well, I think... I think the best way to, to talk about it is to, um, it's like the, uh, the uh, prologue to a story where you uh, start in the, in the present and then you, and then, and then you go back in time. Um, and I guess we're talking about, ah, we'll start with, well, in the period of time, let's say between uh, four years ago and maybe seven or eight years ago we'll say um i was having a lot of uh, oh no I, I was having a lot of issues with, um are we freezing again or are we good yeah, you're freezing again <laughs> oh really you know what? Now you're fine now you're fine and i was gonna say okay. i can like edit this or whatever afterwards, but I okay. maybe, maybe it has something to do with, for some reason, and your other account is still on and trying to connect. Okay. Let me just turn it off. Yeah. So that might. Oh, now I'm on. Oh, that's so neat. <laughs> <laughs> There's two of me in stereo. Oh, oh my God. That's a, that's a really cool. Okay. I'm gonna, I don't know how I, Okay, leave, leave meeting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that could be okay. perfect. I'm, I'm hoping that's going to help. So, um, you know, I, I couldn't sleep uh, for years, basically as an adult. I, I mean, I would sleep, but I would have terrible nightmares hmm. every night, wake up in cold sweats. And, and I always had dreams of like running away, being chased, um, uh, running away from whether it was bad people or bad aliens or being like a resistance fighter in world war two or something like oh. it it was always like hiding running away escaping and it's funny because you know uh you know went to therapy about that and everything and we never really got to the the crux of why that was happening and I guess over time, you know, um, you know, I, I, I got to a point where it's like, okay, I have to really be better at listening to my inner voice and not putting it away mm -hmm. because every time I'd have a thought, I'd crush it down and just say, you know, oh, it'd be cool to look like that. Or I wish I looked like that. Or, um, I can, I am, imagine myself in that person's 
shoes or even like in that person's body. And, um, and I, I got after a while, just so, um, I, I always called it my inner pain, my inner pain. And it was just, it got to a point where it was just so bad where I, I couldn't focus on anything, uh, you know, um, you know, I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't parent very well. I couldn't be a good spouse. I couldn't, I couldn't really function that well. Um, you know, I was getting by at work, you know, cause I mean, I could, you know, that was something for me to focus on outside of myself. And I think that's why I got, you know, into a lot of, the, you know, sports and high level sports and, and then, you know, weightlifting and competing and CrossFit and everything else. And, but, uh, you know, it came to a point where it was just, it got worse and worse. And so I, you know, spent a lot of evenings before bed, just kind of having quiet time with myself and, and just started to, uh, to see like, what am I actually thinking? What am like, what if I actually went through with something that I'm thinking? Like, um, for example, like I wish, you know, I had, you know, that person's body and I'm, I'm looking at this, uh, Instagram, uh, model or, or, you know, some, uh, model on a, a fashion show or something like that. It was always that it wasn't like, Oh, I want to be that bodybuilding dude or something. Like I never wanted to be that person. And, um, and then I, and I, and I just started, you know, it's kind of weird, but you know, different things happen. Like, um, you know, Caitlyn Jenner came out and, um, you know, Laverne Cox started being much more, um, famous and, and popular. And, and there were a number of people, um, that, you know, started to be more in the daily vernacular and, uh, the daily, you know, society, uh, part of society. And, and every time I was exposed to this little bit of, you know, someone coming out or someone, um, you know, explaining their story or whatever, I, I felt, well, I feel the same way, you know, it, you know, what does that mean? So, mm. you know, to make a very long story shorter, <laughs> I, uh, I started Googling, uh, everything because, you know, uh, of course, the internet has been around for a while now, but it wasn't around when I was a kid. And right. when I started to actually acknowledge these feelings, I just, you know, wh what does it mean if I if I wish I was a girl? <laughs> and yeah, and and you know, all these questions came out, and every single time I get pushed to these these trans websites, and you know, are you trans, and all these questionnaires and different things like that, and. I think a lot of these questionnaires uh, have have their flaws and, and some of them have their validity and mm -hmm. and but it helped me process some of these these feelings and um, and one night when I I was reading someone's story I think on Reddit or something and it was a fairly long story about you know how they felt inside and how they wish they were a girl and and it was literally like I wrote it wow. and it was, it was this wave that came over me mm -hmm. and I just broke down and cried for about an hour in my living room at 11 o'clock at night or 12 o'clock at night, whatever it was, 
curled up in a ball and like, oh my God, that's me. I'm trans. And I thought, oh my God, my life is over. <laughs> and yeah, because like, I mean, the consequences of that were, were crazy. Well, can so, I, and can I ask, sorry to interrupt, but just, just to paint, yeah, no, maybe, good maybe to paint a, a broader picture for everyone too, at the time, may I ask like how old you were? And then at the time where you were living with, you were married, correct? Yeah. And you had I've been married, yeah. A couple kids, so I mean, it's yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a lot, and and you, yeah. So I guess that's my first question, and then my second question is, um, had you had these thoughts? I, I don't want to. I mean, I feel like it was your your whole life. You always had these this the same kind of thoughts, or it was more clear later in your life, in your adulthood? <clears throat> well, it has become more and more clear over time. And I think, um, yeah, like just before we get to that, yeah, yeah, I was, I was married. I was uh, 42, three at the time, which is, you know, fairly old to, to start transitioning, but it's never too late. No. I'll just say <laughs> that. And um, the one other thing was that I, uh, I yeah, I had, uh, you know, I, I had two ki older kids from a previous marriage, and then I got remarried. We had twins. So all of a sudden, I had four kids, and then we adopted another kid. So I had five kids. And, you know, I had a business with, you know, eight or nine employees. And, um, you know, I'd been married for, I don't know what it was at that time, eight or nine years at that time. Uh, maybe almost 10 years, and um, it was just the ramifications of making that kind of a change on my life just were completely overwhelming. So uh, so that was was part of it. So after I did that, I went to therapy and discussed my feelings with uh, my therapist, and everything started to open up in my brain. Mm -hmm. And all of those walls, it was literally like the Berlin wall coming down. Like it was like that moment where, you know, that day when I remember sitting there watching on TV as, you know, all those people in, I guess, East and West Germany just taking down pieces of the walls. And, and, and it was just like this massive release of, of uh, feelings and emotion, but like a, a real aha moment and, and, and just explaining so many behaviors that I had and so many uh, things that I did throughout my life. And um, uh, it all started to make sense. And it's, you know, um, here we are three, four years later and uh, four years later and um, you know, it's, you know, things are still kind of coming to me, you know, and, um, um, you know, that trauma, I think, from early on, you know, just gets repressed, right? And, and you know, people deal with it in different ways. And some people, you know, attack it head on. And I, whether I wasn't strong enough at that time to do that, or, or whether I just, whatever it was, I, you know, I just repressed everything. And, you know, uh, put everything into, you know, ski racing and then yeah. becoming a chiropractor and then, 
into, you know, one sport after another and going to a high level, like, you know, so, you know, going to a high level ski racing and then becoming a doctor of chiropractic and then getting a second degree black belt taekwondo. I mean, all these things are follow a very familiar pattern of, you know, just really immersing myself into something and then competing at CrossFit and, and, uh, um, you know, I, I realized that, um, you know, that was just, basically a way to think about something else while I repressed all these feelings. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, going back then to have, I always had these feelings like, you know, the beginning of, I think the, the realization or, or, or the feeling that I, that was like, you know, I remember uh, being, and I was trying to think of an age, it must be seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. Uh, I remember having a bath and and then getting out of the bath and looking at myself in the mirror and and you know going you know I, you know why can't I have a girl's body like you know I'm I'm kind of stuck in this body it's it's weird mm. Mm. but I guess that's I guess that's a normal feeling I just I guess I'll just live with it or whatever and you know and and then you know I'd have these feelings periodically and and a lot of the uh, and this is where things get really weird with, you know, growing up and, and you know, having that attraction to women, mm-hmm. but also wanting to be them. And, um, you know, not separating the two until I was much older. And that was the hardest thing because I always thought that, you know, I just was like really, 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 really interested in women. Right. But, you know, and the fact is once I had that realization to myself that, you know, that, that I was trans and, and that I, in fact, was repressing these feelings of like, just, you know, not having the right body and, and, and not being outwardly, you know, the way I felt I should have been designed. And, um, you know, uh, separating that attraction from wanting to be uh, that person or be, uh, you know, have a woman's body. And so, um, one of the things that, uh, I think that was ultimately, you know, hard for our marriage and, and why I ultimately ended up getting divorced is, is, you know, you know, that's a big part of it. There's other issues too, but, um, you know, that, you know, you're now with somebody who, doesn't you know have those preferences and you know and, and I think uh, some people are lucky that you know their their relationship and their inner core is strong enough that they stay together and mm-hmm. other other times it's just like yeah that's that's not really what I signed up for you know and yeah. and uh, and you know that's fine you know and and you know we moved on and and you know I, I think I've had more growth in the last three or four years internally and and as a person than I had in you know 42 43 before that mm-hmm. and so that brings yeah. up something I was gonna say actually you you it was a really good segue because I feel like when we first met because I know that was kind of the beginning stages of of you really accepting that this was you know this was now this was you and and you uh were starting to transition and what I noticed, and we kind of, I think we talked about this a little bit too, it's almost like you were going through puberty yeah. the first time, not almost, you were, you were like, you know, totally. 
maybe almost for the first time in your life because this is who you are. And so I guess my question is, do you feel, and this is why it's so important to talk to kids about and, and why, and I understand why that's so important to you as well, so that they don't feel suppressed their whole lives, but not just suppressed from society, but suppressed in their growth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, like, do you feel like growth wise, it's almost like you're a, you're a very intellect, intellectually smart person. That's not what I mean. But I, as far as um, adole- going through adolescence and going through those different stages in life, it's almost like maybe you never were fully able to do that until you were in your 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, you know, I will borrow a term from my ex that she, she used to describe her brother one time. Sorry. Uh, but, uh, names. you know, and no names. Uh, and I, you know, I just feel like, you know, like I was emotionally stunted Mm -hmm. and, you know, emotionally stunted and, you know, kind of kept in this place just as puberty was about to start. Um, cause when you're really young kid, like let's say just less than 10, you know, life is beautiful. Things are simple, you know, hopefully. You're just playing with friends. You know, you don't have the weight of the world on your shoulders is really what I mean. You know, I know it's tough for some kids, but, um, you know, I didn't necessarily have a huge problem with, um, with like just having fun, going out and playing and, you know, it wasn't destroying me. But when I went through like testosterone puberty through my teens, that's when things really got bad. And that's when all those feelings that I described earlier started to really come up and I thought those were all just normal. And, um, and so I feel I was kind of left behind there. And then when I started transitioning as an adult, not only was I physically going through a second puberty, um, but I was emotionally and as a, as a person, going through a, a sec, a, you know, a, pu- a puberty where I was actually really truly becoming myself as an adult. Yes. And, um, and I think that's what you're kind of referring to. And, and I think it's one of those uh, situations where I allowed myself to explore every feeling I had and explore all those stages. So, you know, people talk about like, oh, they're in this phase as a teenager, like the goth phase and and this phase and the the rocker phase, you know, you go through all these things. And I never Mm. really did that. Mm. And through my first few years of transitioning, I did do that. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, I literally did everything that I envisioned myself doing as a teenager and throughout my life and, um, you know, wearing, you know, different styles of clothes, uh, you know, ha- you know, hanging out with different people, experiencing different things. And, you know, and, and through that process, like a teenager, you make mistakes, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You know? And, uh, I think you have to make those mistakes to really find that equilibrium of where you are. And I think, Um, I think finally in the last year or two, especially, I have started to find that equilibrium of where I am. So, you know, I love 
absolutely love getting dressed up and wearing fancy dresses. You know, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I, you know, you can see my, my New Year's Eve. I like got dressed to the nines for New Year's, even though we were just inside the living room. Yep. Um, but then, you know, I'll, the next day I will dress with like knee high leather boots with buckles and look like an assassin ready to kill somebody. <laughs> and then the, and yep. then the next day I'll wear a super boho chic flowery dress. And, you know, and I'm like, I feel it's okay for me to do that. I, I, you know, not only, you know, can I do that just because I'm an adult, but I think anybody should be able to do that. You know, if that's how, you know, they want to express themselves that day or that year or, or, or however, that's fine. And, you know, I always felt like it was never okay to do that. Mm -hmm. And so now... And this is what the point that I'm getting to is I'm showing up here with a t-shirt and a baseball hat, my hair tied back. You know, I would never <laughs> have, you know, had the guts to do that in my first six months to a year of transitioning. You know, like I had to go through that stage of like, I didn't even, I threw out every piece of blue clothing I had wow. because I, I felt dysphoric and and uh, you know uh, i just felt that felt that ill ease of of uh of even wearing blue <laughs> so a lot of times i was wearing pink stuff that just washed my skin out and actually i think looking back didn't look very good but you know mm -hmm. it, it, it is what it is but you know uh it happens that blue actually i think you know is a better color for me but so now i have a bunch of blue stuff again and um let's see and I, you know labels. it's the labels again that society has yeah us and that's all that yeah it makes sense for yeah sure. and it's it's you know uh, it, it goes far beyond my my level of understanding of psychology to know why society you know wants to box and label everybody but yeah um you know and i have to you know thank my partner sophia a lot for that because it's mm -hmm. you know she actually gets angry <laughs> when 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 you know, people put her in a box or, or people put themselves into a box. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's been one of those people that have been very strong to be able to, to just almost never, you know, come out and just always be like, this is who I am. And, yeah. you know, she was also lucky enough to have support when she was younger of, of who she was. And, and, you know, you know, she, she, you know, buys me this stuff. Is like, sorry, I bought you this jacket. I know it's kind of like a men's jacket, but I'm like, that's fine. Like, I would never have touched that with a ten foot pole before, but I'm okay enough now with who I am. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, you know, I can, I can put on that, that men's shirt, and that's, and that's fine, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, not wear makeup. I mean, COVID has helped that because it's made me very lazy with makeup. Mm -hmm. But, you know, today I don't have one ounce of makeup on. And, you know, and I'm on a podcast. I'm like, you know, that's fine because that's me, right? Absolutely. Hey, I haven't worn a bra in, like, since the beginning of COVID. <laughs> Neither have I. I know. I have to wear one for work, but otherwise, almost never. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. Bras are so overrated. Free the nipple. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. You know, it's 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 one of those things where sometimes I'll reach the end of the day at work and I'll just take off my bra before I leave my office and yeah. go home yeah. and drive home without the bra because it's yeah. uh, uh, you know I, I have a job where I'm I can't work from home I have to actually go to my my clinic and my office and yeah. and work with people and and uh, so I'm like oh I have to get dressed today. <laughs> well, and then and speaking of work because that's a whole other. Thing as well, you know, um, coming out and transitioning and, you know, I know you didn't really touch upon, uh, the challenges of that or, no. or the perceived, I guess the fear and the, per- and the perception of how you, how you would be perceived mm-hmm. yeah. with clients and people that have known you for a very, very long time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how, like, how was that? Well, that whole experience was actually very surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, uh, I already had a lot of anxiety and I had a huge amount of anxiety over, you know, having this, this business, um, with, you know, uh, I forget what it was, eight, nine, ten employees at the time. And, right. and, you know, I was going through a transition, going through a divorce and uh, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my my business, and you know, have my business be viable while going through all this stuff. Yes. And so, you know, for both personal and financial reasons, I just felt it was a better way to go to just try to simplify my life at the time and and uh, and close kind of my larger office and moved into uh, where I am now at a CrossFit gym and. Uh, not have to worry about employees or, or kind of running a larger business and uh, a larger small business mm-hmm. and just kind of focus on, on me. And then once I did that, um, by the time I went through all those steps, I, I had been um, transitioning everywhere except for work. Right. And so I had been going out uh, as, as female uh, and even on hormones for quite some time. Uh, and, um, you know, I, if I really wanted to, I could, you know, definitely hide it longer, but it was very, very hard for me to do that. I re- actually remember even going out with you because, or like going out for lunch or something in lower Lonsdale where you, or in the North Van area. And I remember you kind of, I, I can't believe I forgot about that, that you hadn't really come out to work yet necessarily. And mm-hmm. you'd see maybe one of your clients from across the street and you'd kind of be like, Oh God, like, yeah. Oh, see yeah. ready for this. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean that I can't, I just can't, I don't know. I guess it's just me being naive to the fact that not everyone thinks the way I think, but I just, I just don't understand how all of this is still such a big deal. Like just let, I don't mm-hmm. understand beings just be you i don't get it but yeah yeah well it it shouldn't be a big deal um and you know ultimately you know it was a big deal but on the other hand it was like it was a bigger deal in my head than it was in reality and Mm -hmm. i think that's a huge um part of that is you know being lucky where we live i think being in vancouver is not perfect. There's a lot of stuff going on, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to choose a place to transition, this is probably mm-hmm. one of the top five or 10 in the world to do it. And, 
um, you know, I, I, I had financial obligations like, uh, you know, with, with kids and stuff to worry about. I, I, I was worried about, you know, okay, well, if I all of a sudden I'm not making any money, uh, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, how am I uh, going to deal with this? Um, so I was lucky enough to, to have a, a friend who's a, a, also a patient who's uh, one of the heads of the uh, psychiatry department at uh, St. Paul's actually. And, okay. and we, you know, we, we, we talk a lot and, 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 you know, we had lunch one day and, and, you know, we kind of made a plan to, because he was kind of a unique situation. He was like, ultimately, you know, very, very thankful for, for his help. And because, uh, um, you know, he had the, the, the position of, of also being a doctor that had patients uh, but having that background in psychology and psychiatry, yeah. um, and and also knowing me, um, to help me to to kind of carve a path of you know what may be the best way to to go about mm -hmm. transitioning at work. Okay. So, so we carved a path with um, um, kind of almost like a a discussion on my website and uh, basically a little handout that I would give people in the waiting room because uh, a lot of people would come into the waiting room and they would read this this handout and you know they had never seen me and and all of a sudden they're coming in and I'm you know presenting as female and and uh, and they're like what what's going on <laughs> so rather than have that take up a huge part of every office visit Gosh. um you know, basically what I did was just outline, you know, five or six, you know, very, very common questions uh, and concerns or, or thoughts or feelings that, that, that very often came up with people uh, when I came out to them. Mm -hmm. Just being open with, with those questions. And so that would kind of get that out of the way. Wow. And then when they came in, be like, hey, how's it going? You want to talk about it further? We can. If not, let's just do our thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a few people wanted to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, a few people were like, yeah, whatever, I'm just here to get treated, that's all. <laughs> and uh, other people are, uh, uh, you know, just, you know, burst into tears of being so happy for me. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's funny because there were certain patients that I was really worried to come out to because, you know, you have this perception of people. Um, yeah. I think, again, these boxes where, you know, some big, burly, old school metal worker comes in and I'm like, oh, God, what's this guy going to say? And, you know, then he goes on talking about some friend of, friend of his that's trans and how how he's been friends with her for years. And, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, uh, and you just never know their reaction, you know, and other people that you think are going to be your allies, uh, you never see them again. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, overall it went very well. And I think over time, things just kind of filtered out and I'm busy, uh, you know, as busy as I want to be right now. And, you know, I'm, I'm usually booked a few weeks in advance. Um, and, you know, I, I, I definitely have a certain kind of clientele. But, you know, for the most part, it's just the average person that lives on the North Shore that's active. And, and uh, my practice is on the North Shore. And, uh, and you know, it's just a, a wide 
spectrum of society. I, you know, I pretty much see everybody. And so, um, you know, there's been a little bit of turnover, but at the end of the day, it's, it turned out very, very well. And, and uh, it's funny because every day I'd go to, to work and take a selfie of myself and what I was dressed in that day. And yeah. yeah, I look back at those photos and I'm like, oh my God, I can't even believe I looked like that, you know? And, <laughs> you know, I've just changed so much and evolved and grown so much. And, um, you know, not just in the clothing, but just in that looking at myself going, wow, that's, that's a different person. And that person is much more, confident in who she is and yeah. um and that just shows in you know that that face looking back at the mirror you know in the mirror and and you know um a lot of what you said before is confidence and everything else um there was a little bit of faking it till you make it but um yeah but some but people being able to confidence to do that though ashley like they don't have the yeah. You fake it before they make it. I mean, that takes a lot of guts as well, I think. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I, I know, like, I'm kind of, you know, in touch with a lot of trans people that are just before transitioning or going through transition. And, yeah. and that's what I just say is like, I know, like, if you don't fully have that confidence, I mean, it's, it will come just allow yourself to take that step into being afraid a little bit. And, into fear don't be afraid of that fear uh -huh. and because that fear kept me in the closet for 30 years and Jeez. um taking that step forward and allowing yourself to just do that if you try something and it's just not for you and you don't like it well you try something different and you know um and i think that's the most important thing is just to you know after a while you know you just realize how freeing it is to to just express yourself any way you want to and just to be yourself and and going through those stages like i said making mistakes that's okay yeah. you know um you know going through and how you look and um being overly concerned about um as we say in the trans community passing like really you know kind of passing as a as a as a cis woman whereas being visibly trans um you know at the end of the day there's there's not really a lot of people that I think, you know, care too much. Like they, they care more about who you are as a person. If they see mm -hmm. someone that's happy and expressing themselves, you're going to attract uh, people, um, not just like in a, in a, in a physical attraction way, but like as friends and as a community and people want to be around you, they're not going to care how you, you look per se or or how much you pass or or whatever it's 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 going to be a matter of you know just like that person's really cool and really kind and really nice and i want to be around that person that person's positivity is infectious and um you know and at the end of the day i think most people are okay with a person being who they are and yeah. you know um and, you know, if people are overly concerned about, you know, oh, that person's trans, blah, 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 and then starts off on all this negative ranting, that's a person that's hurting inside, and that's a person that, you know, themselves is, is very likely repressed in many different ways. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they take that unhappiness out on other people. So um, I used to get really angry at people like that, but, you know, now it's, 
it, it bothers me, um, you know, less and less. Um, um, it, it doesn't really bother me until someone, you know, really tries to oppress someone else. Like, you know, where we get into these these trans bills that I talked about of, you know, not letting kids uh, play sports of, of, of their gender identity. And, and so, you know, that's where I get a little bit more upset. But, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's and so it, it, it turned out it turned out really well. So one thing that I'm curious about, though, is in your situation, and I'm assuming, but you can, so please um, correct me if I'm mistaken, you identified as trans, but never as bi or as gay, for example, mm. um, or as anything in between in the spectrum of sexuality and gender. Yeah. What do you notice from your research now that you've been living the life you are destined to be living? Yeah. Yeah. You, what's the ratio of people that you mm. notice identify as trans, not anything else, as opposed to people that think or maybe actually do identify as gay? And then I realize it's further than that at some yeah. point in their life. Yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, that I think that happens a lot because in, in that process of exploring yourself, um, you know, I've always been attracted to to women and 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 your physical attraction is and 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 your preferences that way are are, are separate from your gender gender identity yeah you know I, I remember my dad saying well does that that mean that you like guys now and i'm like well i don't think so i haven't explored that but but i'm definitely still attracted to women right and so um you know the sexuality is something that that you know i ended up opening you know as 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 the wall came down as 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 those burdens lifted off of me you know i i explored that uh too and um you know i think you know i was all of a sudden a lot more open to you know different possibilities and realizing that yeah i don't have to put myself in necessarily that you know that you know, whatever box of, of, of being attracted, you know, yeah. sexually to only one type of person. And yeah. so, um, uh, you know, I explored that as well. And, and, and I find that, you know, at, at this point, you know, I, 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 I think that I'm attracted to many different, uh, uh, you know, genders and identities and, and, and sexualities and, and, you know, I can't say necessarily that, you know, I'm only attracted to this kind of person or, or whatever. Um, um, I think, you know, now it's hard to say because I'm in a longer term relationship now, but uh, or a long term relationship now. But, um, um, you know, I definitely see myself being, you know, open to other possibilities and I think you know again putting yourself into the these boxes um I think it's always good to explore different things and again there's nothing ever bad about that you know and, and realizing that oh no I'm not necessarily just attracted to women I'm attracted to non-binary people I'm attracted to mm -hmm. uh men at times I'm attracted to uh, like cis men at times and I'm attracted to you know the whole spectrum you know, and so it's, um, it's something that opened up somewhat concurrently to my inner discovery of who I was and realizing that, 
you know, there's much more to life than when you, when you, when you, when you, when you break that box down and, and open things up, there's so much more to experience in life. Uh, but, you know, I'm not saying that having a particular preference or anything is, is bad, but for me, I just, it just opened up a little bit more, certainly a lot more than what I originally thought. And even now, like I, I, I was like, and this is something that I haven't actually even ever discussed with you guys or with you, Rachel, is like, you know, I was very like, you know, identify as a woman, you know, my pronouns are she, her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I have evolved over the last year or two. And I think part of it is, again, being okay with, you know, presenting the way I am right now. It's, it's, it's not necessarily overly feminine. And, um, and, but, you know, you know, does that mean that I'm somewhere in the, you know, non-binary spectrum? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, 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 I definitely don't identify as a guy or a male or, um, I'm very far on the, on the, on the, you know, uh, identifying as, as a, as a woman uh, spectrum, but I do find that, you know, more and more I'm somewhat in the, in, in a kind of a non-binary spectrum and, uh, and I'm okay with being in there and, and not that it, you know, and I don't really worry about it too much. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably somewhere in there, but does that matter? Do I even care about that? Not really anymore. You know, that's a really good point because I feel, and and we've said this a a number of times, we've used the word box, putting ourselves in boxes. And it sounds to me like it almost doesn't matter what community you're a part of. There's pressures in every community to put yourself in a box. So you're part of the gay community, whether you're part of the the queer community, the trans community, I mean like, fuck, whatever. It's like, there's, it's, it just sounds, it, it sounds like almost every community, there is some pressure there to decide who you yeah. are and to have this definite um, pronoun, you know, and yeah. you know, I don't get me wrong. I am all for deciding what your pronoun is. I don't care what you would yeah, yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. That's amazing. But, but I feel like these days there's become, maybe because of that, I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to anger anyone here, but, but because of that, there's even more of a pressure. Yeah. You have to find and, and, um, dig your roots into and be a rock for that particular pronoun. Do you know what Like, yeah, no. And I, and I, and I do think, you know, and, and it's kind of exploded now in society where a lot of people are, you know, feeling more and more comfortable with, you know, finding that gender identity that, that suits them. And a lot of people find themselves in that non-binary spectrum. And, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of, you know, very conservative people that have a big problem with that. And, um, and even uh, people in the trans community or, or people are like, oh, what is non-binary? You got to be, you know, one or the other. You're a girl or you're a guy. And, you know, just like sexuality, gender identity is a, and just like many things in life uh, are a spectrum. Yes. And so, um, you know, if you want to use she, her pronouns, or if you want to use they pronouns, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Other people 
I think should respect that. But for me, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I, I'm not overly as concerned about that now as I was before. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and maybe that's because, you know, I've been establishing for the first couple of years, I'm she, her, I'm she, her. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, that can evolve as well. Like, and, and going back, we, you know, to your original question way back when, you know, um, you know, coming out as gay and then coming out as trans, you know, I, I know a lot of, like, for me, like, I was never overly feminine. I was actually, like, super hyper-masculine. Yes. And, um, you know, and, um, and because I was attracted to women, you know, it was very easy for me to, to use the term to pass as a guy, you know, uh, you know, when I came out, people were blown away. It's like, what? You're trans? Well, Ashley, you're, and, you're a gorgeous human being. Oh, so you're, <laughs> you were a gorgeous, gorgeous, quote unquote, man. You were a gorgeous yeah. woman. And so people yes. to you, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, for a while, looking at those old pictures really gave me a lot of problems. But, uh, you know, again, I'm more and more comfortable with who I am now. And, and it, it doesn't bother me so much to look at those old pictures. But, um, you know, other, uh, other people, um, you know, I know a lot of trans women that, that grew up kind of a little bit differently than me and were, were very feminine and, and, you know, um, you know, were somewhat open about their femininity, but ne- not necessarily coming out as trans. And so they lived their life as, as like in that gay man box. Yeah. And then they, they, they eventually, or they, they, you know, tried to hide it and then came out as gay, but then living like that, like you said, is not quite there. Like there's still that itch inside you that, that, back of your mind like something's still not quite right and and then they realize you know that they're trans and then they come out as trans and um and then uh and then they transition um and you know their sexual attraction um you know is still the same but you know like myself it's like well you know, I'm realizing that there's more to it than that. And now I'm attracted to other people as well. And, and then, you know, I, I think the most famous, I think a uh, great example of that is, is Gigi Gorgeous. Like if, you know, um, she started out, um, I think very much living her life as, as a, as a, a gay man and, you know, coming out as gay and then, and then yeah. coming out as trans. And then she recently came out as pansexual and uh, because her partner is transitioning or has transitioned, um, from female to male. And so, so she, uh, it's very interesting that, that whole spectrum of how she's kind of experienced that whole spectrum and discovering herself, uh, you know, so many different situations. So if, if she was to, you know, staunchly put herself in a box at one point, she wouldn't have experienced all those different uh, situations and, and been where, and, mm-hmm. and, and be where she is today. That, yeah, true. Like that is life life advice, honestly. It's it's yeah. for anybody, for anybody. Yeah. And I cannot believe that it's already been about an hour, but we there's 
a couple things just I don't want to forget to ask or to really yeah. is specifically and you kind of already you gave some advice already I think a little bit to people who uh might be you know don't don't be it's never too late kinds mm -hmm. mm. of you know words of wisdom or words of advice but I want to know what kind of advice or, or what what can you give allies like our like here mm -hmm. our like what can we do because I know uh, it, there's some, sometimes allies get criticized for doing the wrong thing or to saying the wrong thing or, but, but, tr but ha coming from a good intention or, um, so that's my first question. If, you know, if you could give mm -hmm. advice to be, to be more supportive. And then the second question mm -hmm. or advice would be, um, because are a parent, like, I don't know if this is, I don't really want you to give parent advice necessarily, but yeah, maybe that's not a good idea, but <laughs> no, I mean, that's, no, I know. I, I, I do want to talk about that though, too, if, if I can. Yeah. That's a fine. I know it's such a fine line when it comes to giving, I, I'm not a parent, but giving parental advice, but just what can we do for our kids, for children? Mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. Anyway, so the, I know those are pretty broad questions, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, the bottom line is that, um, you know, the, the trans population is still a very small percentage of the population, even if it's exploding exponentially. It's, mm -hmm. all, it's not because there are all of a sudden more trans people in the world. It's just because it is a safer place now to come out. There's information, there's language to describe those feelings. And there's, uh, I think maybe most importantly, there's, there's an end game. There's like, okay, there's a resource there. Like, I can actually do this. Like, for me, it was that moment where I can actually do this. Is this a real possibility because mm. um, mm. I always thought it was impossible right. and so um, going into the you know allyship you know I think it's just important like just as human beings that that we you know provided you're not you know hurting someone else you know mm -hmm. people should be left alone to do as they please and to to be who they please and you know, uh, they can, everyone's walking their own path and, and, and supporting people in that path, I think is important. I mean, we all crave that, that support, that, that friendship, that whatever it is, whether it's from family or friends or mm -hmm. siblings, um, you know, we, it, it's important to support them along their path. Um, and, you know, with kids, and uh, as allies to, let's say, you know, you, you know someone who's coming out as trans or you have mm. uh, a friend whose child is, is coming out as trans, you know, supporting them and allowing them to have that one extra person or that one extra resource to, to be okay with, um, you know, talking the way that they feel comfortable and, and being themselves around you and, and uh, knowing that you're providing that small zone of safe space around you to, um, to know that, you know, no matter what, they're going to be okay, you know, in your presence and, and supporting them that way. And sometimes it's hard for, I think, I've learned the hard way. It's it's hardest for family members, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially for people that transition a little bit older. You, you know, the mm -hmm. family members get so entrenched into that identity of 
who they think that person is. Like, for example, my, uh, you know, some members of my family, um, uh, even, you know, a couple of my kids, you know, they get so entrenched into who they create in their head about who you are, that that person may have been showing a completely different part of themselves for a long time. Yeah. And if they're finally, you know, coming out and, and being open to you, that's only someone that's happier, that's going to be happier, that's going to be more free, and that's going to be more comfortable in themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's an opportunity for, for that person as an ally or a family member to know, oh, now I can really get to know this person. Yeah. That's really cool that, you know, I can be a part of, of, of their true selves and not impose my picture of that person onto somebody, but, mm-hmm. but allow them to, to show themselves to you. And, and I think that's a privilege. And I think um, if people can uh, just be supportive of, of that and other people's journey and other people's discovery and yeah, Maybe, you know, you're like, wow, that person's being really flamboyant. Or I know I did a lot of things myself. Like, you know, I, I, you know, I surprised myself with some of the things I did. But you know what? That's part of the process. That person's going to learn from that. And, you know, you have to let them go through that process. You can't control somebody's process. You can't control somebody's thoughts. No. And, um, and I think, you know, that's, that's the one thing that, you know, for allies is to just you know, be that supportive person. And, um, you know, when you have a child that is, you know, expressing different feelings, let them express those feelings. It might be just a few questions. And then, you know, they realize, well, maybe not, not for me, and just kind of an interesting thought. But, you know, if, if someone really feels that, like I did, that they were, you know, essentially, as they say, you know, born in in kind of the wrong body it's sometimes can take time to discover that but i think it's important to to support that because you know having to to go through you know two puberties is is not the best and and you know and there are ramifications of that um in terms of you know needing future surgeries or whatever just to feel comfortable in your own skin and if you can avoid all that, like I just look at at a lot of the kids nowadays, and they're just being themselves, and yeah, and some of them are on puberty blockers, and you know, it just gives them more time to be themselves. And you know, I can tell you right now that the percentage is is next to zero in terms of people that feel like they need to do that or are willing to do that. Just being willing to do that, um, I think it's it's approaching zero. It's a very, very low percentage of people that would be like, yeah, I don't think that's for me. I'm, I'm going to stop taking that puberty blocker and then go, go back to what, uh, you know, what I was, you know, previously doing. And I think, you know, so many people don't realize that, you know, people that are, you know, fighting for, you know, for, for kids not to be put on medications and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's, it's just giving them a little bit more time to be themselves. And it makes such a world of difference by the time they're 18, 20, 25, and, and they haven't had to go through 
uh, you know, in, in my case, like a male puberty, it, it just is, is just so, uh, it's so, I, I just, I, I smile and I'm so happy for those kids that have been able to do that. And for those young, uh, women that have been able to do that and, and young men that have been able to do that, you know, going the other way. And, um, speaking, hmm. talk about trauma. Like, I mean that, yeah. Yeah. If if you want to, if if somebody wants to say that it would be traumatic to, for a child to go through and tra transition or whatever, however they want to put it in a negative light, I yeah. mean, come on, like how traumatic is it to put the child through their own, like something that is not natural to them, yeah, like yeah. it was for yourself. I mean, that is that that's trauma. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and it's, it's an incredible trauma that, that these people that are opposed to um, allowing kids to explore themselves and to delay puberty, uh, you know, is, is mind-blowing because, you know, um, you know, I remember, you know, growing up, like, people would, would talk about, like, these people being trapped in the wrong body, and I'm like, well, I kind of feel that way. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I, 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 I kind of, put myself in that category, but I just felt, well, I'm just going to deal with it because there's nothing I can do. Like I can't do anything about it. I can't transition, but now they can. And right. I mean, they could back then, but it was, you know, it was very, very, very hard. And, um, you know, the, the trauma of, of kids not being able to do that, you know, again, uh, you know, people always talk about suicide rates and, and they're incredibly, incredibly high in kids that are not supported and, and not um, able to explore themselves. And, you know, you, you get an incredible, um, you know, unhappy kids that are suicidal. And, um, and I think, that trauma is, you know, significantly worse than than the the. I'll just say no trauma of 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 actually being allowed to be yourself. Yeah. And you know, uh, uh, they always like to to talk about like doing surgery on kids and stuff like that. Well, you know, they don't do surgery on kids. You know, you, you know, you don't, you don't you don't do surgery in, until you're an adult. Um, you know, even like as a cis woman, like who, uh, if a cis woman wants a breast augmentation, they don't do it until you're, you know, 18, 19, 20. Like they, it, you have to let yourself, um, you know, be an adult. So and they're certainly not going to do gender reassignment surgery on a, on a 13 year old. Yeah. And so, um, you know, a lot of these, these arguments are just, uh, are just are just bunk. They're just bogus, and you know that just doesn't happen, right? Uh, delaying puberty for a few years um, in in an absolute scenario where the person delays puberty for a couple of years and and decides that they don't want to transition, well, they just go off the blockers, and then they have normal puberty. It's just delayed for a couple of years. Right. That's the end of it, you know. Uh, and but you know, I can tell you that almost never happens. And uh, if it does happen, it's usually because there's a massive amount of peer pressure from mm. that person's family or that person's religious group or where they're living or whatever to to not go ahead with that. And and they just can't deal with that 
that pressure and they they end up as they say detransitioning and 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 going essentially back in the closet and that's the worst trauma i think you can ever give somebody yeah and um absolutely and uh and yeah so so that's why i think that support is so important as an ally as a parent it's the same thing and um it's not that hard to respect you know pronouns if uh, if someone's not clear or you're not sure just ask them you know how do you want me to refer you uh uh um and um you know it's pretty simple and if and if you if you mess up or or you have a mind blank just correct yourself apologize move on you know it's just it's not it's not the end of the world you know people mess up i've misgendered myself before <laughs> that's that's fair you know and uh, you know ash i just want to really appreciate the amount of wisdom and insight you provided not just myself and rachel but also every anyone that ends up that's the privilege to listen and watch this dialogue uh, between the three of us. And just want to really thank you for uh, being so bold, being brave. I think that's really important. And also one of the things that we always love to ask all of our people that come on to the podcast is this, is there anything that they would like to um, plug or share with their, um, with their respective communities of how they can access um, the resources you offer, the, the skills you offer, anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, if anyone, I mean, one of the things that made me happy about, uh, and thank you, by the way, for, for having me on. I mean, this has actually been really fun, and, and we're definitely going to have to do this again at one point. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, if there's, you know, one person out there that, that watches this podcast that, you know, can, can, you know, more easily take that step into fear and, and help, uh, that I can help to, uh, to at least just open up their mind, whether it's, whether they're transitioning or whether it's something else. Um, you know, I, you know, whenever someone reaches out to me, I'm, you know, very happy to, you know, converse with them, whether it's through messenger or Instagram messaging or, or, or emailing me or whatever. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely there to, to support, um, uh, anyone, uh, as much as I can. And, uh, you know, kids, uh, there's a few kids that I've, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, mentored, uh, over the last few years to, uh, just, you know, have that adult that's like, you know what, if you do this and you transition, life is going to be okay, you know, and, and, you know, um, you know, I, I have a, a, a chiropractic practice and uh, I am very busy and, you know, I'm happier than I've ever been and, and I'm very accepted by everyone in the gym that I work at and, um, and my, my patients, uh, hopefully they're, they're all happy. And, um, you know, it seems like for the most part, like, you know, you can know that it's, that it's okay. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of, um, uh, people in general that, that, that are under, um, uh, serviced for healthcare and, and I, and, and I've always kind of, uh, you know, said if there are trans people out there, trans women that are not comfortable going to the 
uh, or trans men, uh, you know, anybody that's not comfortable going to doctors or going to a clinic and because of uh, a physical um, discomfort, uh, whether it's with their body or someone uh, touching their body or, or um, you know, uh, like a massage therapist or something, like people don't go because they, they, they are not comfortable, um, you know, uh, with their body. You know, I just, as, you know, very much... Um, you know, uh, let people know that, you know, you know, our gym, our clinic is very, very, very inclusive. And um, hopefully I can give a very safe space for, for trans people to feel comfortable with getting uh, you know, a lot of times the treatment they need, uh, any trans person. Yeah. And, you know, if, if money is an issue, then then, you know, again, I always talk to people about, you know, sliding scales and, and such and just making sure that, you know, finding a way to, to get them some treatment because there's, um, you know, a lot of physical pain associated with, um, um, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, especially, you know, trans men with binding and everything like that and, and, and dealing with the back pains uh, with that and, um you know, you know, all sorts of uh, different situations where, where people aren't comfortable getting treatment or seeing a doctor and just letting them know that, you know, my office is an extremely safe space for for all trans people and, uh, you know, just, you know, people in general, for sure. I will, we will make sure, I'll say we, it's, it's basically me as I say we, I will make sure that's in the show notes. I do all the text. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she does all the tech stuff for sure. That yep. was the agreement from day one before we even had our first episode. If you take care of this <laughs> production, you are, you got me. Yeah. So. I, I will definitely put all that in the show notes and make sure yeah. people yes. know they can reach out to you. And Yeah. Yeah. No, and thank you again so much for having me on. And it's, uh, it's been a ton of fun. And the last thing that we like to ask our friends, because we are the Getting Juicy podcast, is if you were to be any kind of juice, what kind of juice would you be and why? Ooh, uh, any kind of juice. Um, does like lemonade count as juice? Like, yeah, does you squeeze lemons? Yeah, yeah. So very tasty and refreshing, but a little sour at times. <laughs> Love it. It's, it's kind amazing. of because you got this like tangy and zesty. Yes. 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 Like. I thought you were going to say, does tequila count as juice? <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, is this a NorCal margarita count? Because I squeeze lime in it. But <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. that. Well, I had a feeling you were going to say something like that, but I miss those. I only have ever had those with you. And so I can oh, yeah? have one with you again at some point. We will definitely. Um, this summer in vernon and uh in the sun in the heat of the okanagan hopefully we will all be safe and able to uh, travel uh, somewhat and uh and and see each other in person and ash maybe that means you could also i could get a lift with you and maybe my yes. my, my future husband can come as well absolutely absolutely we we have been talking about going up there for years now and uh yes we have and covid put a pause on that for a while but uh but we'll get up there. Okay. We'll definitely get up there. All absolutely. Right. I'll, I'll take you up on that offer still. I'm glad it's absolutely. Still yeah, absolutely. Always. I was Great. joking lately. I'm like, I'll just, we'll just hope that here when I win the, the Canadian COVID vaccine lottery, because that's basically what it feels like it is these days. Uh, okay. So 
all of you out there on the note, on a medical note, okay. one last thing, um, get yourself on the list. Uh, there is a lot of fear mongering out there about the vaccines, about the safety. And, uh, I posted something on my Instagram today about, uh, about the safety on my stories. Um, and, uh, you know, I think COVID is not just, a, you know, it's awful. You know, many people have died about this, uh, with COVID, but it's not just about that. It's also about the long-term effects to, you know, organs, to the brain, to heart. It's, it's not something that you want to be like, oh, I'll just get it and I'll be fine. You know, um, no. I know a lot of people, patients, patients, families, and direct people that I know that have had a lot of long-term, very negative effects from having it. And um, it is very, very, very uh, highly recommended for me to, uh, to, to think about getting a vaccine. And uh, no matter which one it is, and the more we can get everyone vaccinated in this country, um, the sooner we can get together and have shows and go to concerts and have pride yeah, and, uh, and have a pride parade and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just uh, call and go to the website of a lot of different little pharmacies in your area. And usually you can get on to uh, a list and get in pretty quick. I know a lot of people that put themselves on uh, a wait list for six or seven different pharmacies and they were able to get in within a week. So, but how old were they? Because it's like anyone under 40 seems to be. Yeah, no, they're all in their thirties. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That must yeah. be. You. Okay. Interesting. Anyway, mm -hmm. but depends on like where you live in the Okanagan like you know I've anyway this is a whole other whole other topic. Yeah, yeah no just uh call around and you know wherever there's a list or go on their website wherever there's a list get on it because some clinics are going through the vaccinations faster than others mm -hmm. and uh and it's very likely you'll you'll get a call you know certainly down here in Vancouver in the Okanagan might be a little less uh some uh, fewer options but there, in Vernon you should have quite a few options still well, no, thank you for that. And I think mm -hmm. it's just, I just, I mean, I think all, a lot of us Canadians are just, it's just a shit show though, anyway, with what, you know, how they've org organized it, quote unquote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, I had a lot of criticism uh, the first three, four months until the last six or eight weeks or so, they've been really ramping it up and, and uh, the process is getting much, much better uh, in BC. It's still not that great in Ontario, but uh, it's... Um, it's it's re they're moving along fast now. And I think the second doses will happen a lot faster than they originally anticipated as well. So okay. um, I think there's a lot of positive things happening, and with the restrictions and with more and more people getting vaccinated, we're gonna we're starting to see the numbers come down pretty fast. So um, you know, uh, yeah, just it takes a little bit of effort, but uh, it's definitely possible for someone in their 30s to get their vaccine pretty soon. Okay, thank you for thank yeah. you for that positive <laughs> vote of confidence. Yeah. Well, I'm just on yeah. the cusp, so I'm going to have to wait just slightly longer. Yeah. But Rachel, go for just, it. Yeah, just uh, do what you can. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. Got another, yeah. what, how many months? How, what, <laughs> how, yeah. uh, hopefully, hopefully in the next three, four weeks, you'll be able to get something going, uh, Hero. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll enjoy 29 while I have it. <laughs> yeah, 
29 is a good year. 29 is a good year. Good age to be. <laughs> Pretty transformative so far, that's for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Come on, 30. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I'm dying here. Skip. <laughs> I, I honestly am a bit I'm a bit fearful about the forty oh, yeah? ish. Yeah. Uh forty's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I'm looking forward to forty next year. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I already I already gave it up that, you know, several years ago I was forty two, so yeah. <laughs> oh, age There's so many good Gen X memes right now going on. It's awesome. I love it. Love it. I've seen some of those too, actually. Yeah, we're we're taking taking on the AstraZeneca. That's what exactly. I was reading an article about that actually this morning about um, why is it all the Gen Xers like because talking about all the the side effects of the potential. I guess maybe is that what it was? The AstraZeneca. Well, yeah. People, I mean, it's everything on the news has been about this side effect or blood clots or whatever, and Gen Xers are like, just give it to me. We believe in science. Let's do this. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, actually, thank you from the bottom of both of our hearts. I'll speak for both of us again for coming on. And just, you know, I, I not only did I already say that I wanted this to be a platform for you, but I just appreciate that you were so willing to, you know, open up as much as you did. So thank you. Yeah. Yes. And I just, I just always want, you know, even if we reach one person. Yeah. Right. So definitely, definitely. And, and hopefully more, but definitely, uh, um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on, and I really enjoyed this. I, I can't wait to talk to you again. I know. It'll happen again for sure. Me too, and we'll do the, the whole wine thing at some point very soon, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, we could even have your second episode, perhaps, all of us together in Vernon. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, that would be awesome. Back and then we'll really make NorCal Mar margaritas and have NorCal margaritas in front of us as we speak, and by the end of the podcast... It's going to be more and more fun as we go on. Oh, totally. And you know, and then my future <laughs> husband, Sydney, he considered he's got a background in W set and major um, wine spirit education. He could even be someone that gives some education about the NorCal margarita as well or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's awesome. And I'm really looking forward to meeting him. Oh, you will meet him for sure. I guarantee you. I've told him quite a bit about you and he is excited <laughs> to meet you. So awesome. Awesome. They're really awesome cool human being oh look he's look at adriano's head right there <laughs> there he is adriano's on the podcast Ooh. he is oh he is well he's oh the one who God. started it all isn't he the one who sent you to me in the first place oh uh yeah you mean he's like he was your first client I'm, well he, he was a he well i don't i, I shouldn't really say this it's like breaking confidentiality, but he, uh, he referred you to me, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I think it was that or it was two of our other friends that are associated yeah. with the gym that you're at, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so anyway, but that was really funny. That's the first time anyone will have seen his head. I could squeeze it with my fingers, but it's gone now. Um, okay, the, we could just babble on and on because we've known each other for a while. Yes, so. yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. We would Thank you. Have a glorious rest of your afternoon, and we'll talk very soon. Thank you. Yes, have Thanks, a great Ash. day, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.